Welcome back to The Sit Down. This is The Sit Down, the podcast version. I am one of your two hosts, Trevor, alongside my friend, other host, and uh, not co-worker this time, but co-podcaster, yeah. Logan. Which is arguably <laughs> arguably worse. It could be, honestly. Yeah, we were being a... I feel like, the, I feel like podcasting has gone from like a, a high... A highbrow thing to uh people who get made fun of a lot now yeah if you, have, if yeah, you are a podcaster yeah. it's a kind of negative connotations for you i i, I think so it, but to be fair to be fair we this time last year we were doing improv comedy so <laughs> i feel like we weren't we didn't make a worse name for ourselves we kind of we stayed right in the same lane we just kind of didn't didn't switch it up as much that's so true. Yeah, we kind of uh, we 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 didn't go. We yeah, we didn't. We was a lateral movement for sure. At least it definitely. It, yeah, it wasn't in. It wasn't forward nor backwards. It was just it was just stepping over. But I feel like at, at the end of the day, though, is we started as radio hosts, which is certainly higher than podcaster. Yes, and oh, then yeah. it got so we got knocked down a tier from that. But mm-hmm. as in in overall, we did not go anywhere problematic from uh from improv comedy <laughs> oh god oh man what a great man. time that was that's so funny yeah. that, that just, it makes me laugh when i tell people that that i did improv in college and they're like oh, make me laugh funny man that's oh, not- oh nothing nothing irks me more than we're like all right so say something funny and i'm like ah see i'm this isn't this isn't a test of wit i'm witty but this isn't a test of wit <laughs> Exactly, because the problem, the big difference with improv is that you could say that exact same thing in an improv scene, and it would be funny. But if we're yeah. just you're just saying it in real life, they're just like you're a jerk. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dang. So what an interesting time. I'm so excited. For, speaking of which, coming up, uh, well, in less than a month is the alumni show, and I cannot. Yeah, wait. for real. And what's what's crazy is uh, is the the week right after that, my high school improv whoever's the like the current members reached out uh and had this unnecessarily large snapchat group chat that kind of made me mad but <laughs> reached out to a lot of people and so the week following the the plastic shatters improv uh, uh alumni show is the weekend after is the alumni show of my high school improv group so i was talking with some friends back home that i met through high school improv and they're all like yeah we'll go this is definitely gonna be weird <laughs> <laughs> It's all people. Funny. It's people that it's like some of which I still talk to semi regularly, but then there's gonna be a good amount I have not seen in five years, and I I thought I was perfectly content not seeing ever again. Which getting is together, is, getting together to do arguably one of the worst things you can do for a reunion, which is just a, do an improv comedy. That's so true. Which is ironic because our five year anniversary of or our five year reunion is coming up this year. Yeah. It is this year. That's insane yeah. to me. And, of high bonkers. school, not of college, not of yeah. improv. When not when uh, this is almost five years from when I actually met you because I would I didn't know you then. Yeah, and that's that's crazy. It's crazy how how fast that time flew by, and I knew it would, but I Which wasn't is expecting weird. it to just yet. That is weird. I did. I met you in 2017. So that was five years ago, but not. I haven't met. I haven't gotten to the point in the year when I did meet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I got you. I got you. Um, wow! Dang. Speaking of time flying, dude, you got you got 
you've got news to share <laughs> for this for this being a news uh just some a weird news podcast this is, this is some pretty solid news i gotta be honest that is fair that is fair so um this is it's funny because when this comes out it's going to be way after when it actually happened oh yeah um, it won't but, be news anymore no it will not be news anymore but uh this this um uh, not this past weekend but the weekend before uh, I did, in fact, get engaged to Kayla. So um, yeah. if, you, if you've heard her name on on this podcast or on That's the radio the same show, one. it's the same one. And now it's uh, now she is engaged to me. So she's stuck with me. So. Dang. Future so. Mr. Bunch. Look at you. <laughs> exactly. Honestly, probably be future Dr. Kindle with her. And then I'll be stuck <laughs> on me. Mr. Mr. And Dr. Kindle. That's how they're going to. Oh, man. That's so, how they're going to so- announce us at the wedding. It's going to be Dr. Kindle and Mr. Trevor <laughs> and Trevor. <laughs> so, so like I, I knew that was coming. I also did a good job not spilling the beans. I left that. I, I, I did. I told Lorna because I was like, I gotta get this out. We were at the point that I was like, it's not gonna get around. Um, but that like, so I, I knew this was coming for for a while but still it's still so exciting and still when i saw the pictures that were posted like my heart i was just really <laughs> happy seeing the pictures. i was like you gotta be kidding me so so like tell tell us about kind of what like what what the i know because i knew you like got the ring we'll skip to like when when the everything was about to happen what what was the what was the process like up until you up until you actually popped the question all right so it was uh it was a it was in the it was it was funny because i was uh I started off our, you know, the, this, you know, the very important time of our lives, important, uh, you know, transition of our relationship with a lie um, because, uh, and that was actually you covered for me in, you know, inadvertently you covered okay. for me for this lie is that, uh, so I told her that on Thursday I was um, recording the sit down, recording this episode and mm. that I was going to drive home and see her on Friday to go see the Super Bowl. I was going to go after work. So I wasn't going to be there till like 10 o'clock on yeah. Friday. Um, however, uh, we had recorded the sit down the day before. <laughs> and so I drove home on that Thursday to talk to her parents on Friday after work, you know, to mm-hmm. get their blessing and whatnot. And then I, it was funny because I went home and I like, you know, I was home I was home home after I talked to her parents stuff at like seven 30. And I was like, eh, I got like two hours to kill before I have to leave <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know. She's expecting me at, you know, 10 o'clock. Um, yeah. And so, uh, so she didn't know that was coming. And then uh, fast forward, I go up there, you know, I'm uh, throwing all, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, act so nonchalant and everything. I like nothing's <laughs> this, this life changing thing. Isn't going to happen. Precisely. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, you got to do it. You got to play it off pretty well. You yeah. Know, let, it, let it go. Keep your cool. And uh, so the next day, um, which is funny because I had like given her the the impression that this was not going to be until like a bit from now. Like yeah. it was it was going to be relatively a, a while. Like it was yeah, like, you, know, like you guys had talked like it wasn't the, the proposal in itself wasn't a surprise because you guys had, you said you had talked about it. Like it's it's been a discussion for a while. Right. Yeah. But it wasn't like when it was coming was yeah. the surprise. And that's why I yeah. made it. it was fun. So she didn't even know I had mm-hmm. the ring to be honest with you, which is what made it even, even better. Dang. And so it was just like, I wanted it to just be like an ultimate, like, you know, punch in the face. I didn't punch her in the face, but you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, I got you. And I just wanted it to be a surprise like that. And uh, so that's kind of what it was because on Saturday, um, 
she had to work, which kind of helped out because I was able to get, you know, some things together. Yeah. Um, so she had to work until like one. And then uh, we went to Basil um, in Perrysburg to go yeah. eat for like a, you know, like a, a Valentine's. It was the same weekend, not on Valentine's Day. It was not a Valentine's proposal. Yeah, thing. good <laughs> good call. Good call. Um, but uh, so we went to, we went there um, just to, to kind of hang out. And, um, and this was the part that really confused her, but like it, it you know, it, it was a, uh, it was all, it was calculated for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went back to, um, it was cold out that day. It was supposed to be warm. It was supposed to be like 40 and like 45 and like sunny. And it was like 30 and cold and cloudy. Yeah. And um, so we'd gone back and um, we went to the union and I had planted one of her friends, Lauren at the union. Um, I would planted her there. So what she knew when we were coming back and we would go, and I was like, you want to go on like a quick walk around campus? I haven't seen the new buildings and stuff. And she was like, yeah, sure, let's, let's do it. And she's like, it's kind of weird because it's super cold and you don't like it's the cold. Co- but Yeah, you know, it's cold and none of it's, none of, none of it's that new, yeah. Yeah, so we, we go downstairs or we go down into the union and Lauren's there and we're like, we're like, hey, look, it's Lauren and uh, her boyfriend, Philip. And we're like, hey, do you want to go on? We're just, we're just going on a quick walk around campus. You guys want to go? And Kill's like, she didn't even like notice it. She didn't even think anything. She didn't think yeah. a second of it. And oh, I was like, nice. And so she had no idea. But she's just like, oh my gosh, they're here. What are they doing here? It was literally like she just, you know, thought they well, were just and, there. And that's what's funny is like <laughs> at that moment, I know because I've been I've been in that position too, where it's like, you know, in that moment, you're like, I got them. I they, they <laughs> it's that it, it's whether or not you think they've caught on, then it's like the, it's that little hint that you're like, oh, they could they have no clue. They I it's it the deal is sealed. I'm in the clear. This is all good. Precisely. That was the moment I knew she had absolutely no idea what was coming. And yeah. so we go on a quick walk and I was like, and I was like, oh, you know, we're kind of dressed up from eating. Uh, you know, you want to want to get a quick picture. And we're like, sure. So that's obviously why Lauren was there um, was to get take our picture. And um, so we were, uh, so we went by the seal and then, uh, you know, the, the, there was a, a, a kid there and I was like, you can go. Because was like, you yeah. can go right ahead quick. And then the robot gets in the video, of course. But uh, you know, we're just like posing for the picture. And then I just went down one knee. I had a bunch of things planned to say. None of it came out. <laughs> exactly. I I I wouldn't expect anything different. That's not she a got, dig. I just know exactly. She got the gist. She knew what was going on and uh she said yes and the, the rest is history. So dang. Uh, so that's how it happened. That's that's so it went down. it's oh, it's so happy. It, it makes my heart happy. It was it was a lot of fun. So then we went uh, the night. I like had a like a little dinner together for uh, my family and uh, her family to go. Uh, yeah. After. Oh, and, uh, nice. So, so she had no idea any of this was going. It was so fun because I was like, "What are you going to do tonight?" You know, I was just like, even yeah. though I knew we were going to go. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh family. yeah. You knew. <laughs> so it was it was a lot of fun. It was a good time. It was kind of just exciting to you know build up all the. It, it, like when I when I described it, I was like, it's like a good, um, it was like a good joke. Like it was like a good. Um, obviously, this was not a joke. It was a real thing. Yeah, that yeah, happened. yeah. But like it was like a good uh, misdirection, I guess, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like you know how you set up a joke going all one way, and then bam, you nail them a different yep. way. That was what happened. That's why I was so excited. So, so do you feel like, uh, like all the pieces kind of fell in play, like like as, as about as good as they could have throughout that? Because I feel like that's, uh like proposals are such a like such a such a big deal that I feel like like for myself a lot of times like if I'm I feel like if I put too much pressure on on something then I feel like I'm walking on eggshells waiting for something to go wrong did you feel like like 
like you had a lot of planning that you were doing, getting everything together. Did you feel like it all went as smooth as it probably could have? Oh, it went way smoother than I thought it could have. To be honest with you, I, I had it planned. I had an idea of what I wanted to do, but I didn't really get the, the details until like yeah. that morning of what I wanted to do. So it was kind of like semi-winging and kind of semi like, all right, this is what's going to happen. It's going to happen this way. And so um, it, it made it, I don't know, I feel like it made it almost easier for me because I didn't have to like focus on, um, it, it was like, it, it wasn't, it was like a, Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a little illusion here. It's kind of like yeah. a speech that you don't have to like memorize word for word. It's like you kind of vamp a little bit, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where like it, you know if you're doing that, it makes it easier to not focus on what you're messing up. It's easier to focus on what's working. So yeah. oh yeah, um, that was kind of that was kind of what it went. I think so. Nice, dang! I'm so happy for you too. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Oh, so. Man. But uh, yeah, because typically whenever we, we we jump on the call before we start recording and, I'm, and we catch up and this is the first thing that came up and I was like, we got to talk about this on the show. <laughs> the, the one time, the one time in, in the sit down history that it's like we we actually put a, like put a pause on something. We're like, this will be better for when we go on air and we should save this for, <laughs> for when we're on air. <laughs> and we always end up talking about it regardless. But today actually, we actually yep, yep. We put it on hiatus till, till oh, the show. Man. So. Yeah, that was my uh, that was my crazy event. And I feel like ever since then, my uh, anything that's happened to me has just been less than that. You know what I mean? Like it's like yeah. any exciting event is just less. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. like not as cool as that. That was just super yeah. Ah, cool, so. oh, dang, um, dude. But yeah, so that did happen this past uh, two weekends ago, I guess now. But um, yeah, so that was that was a lot of fun. The, the weekend of the Super Bowl, in case those are wondering. That was a so- a solid weekend overall, man. It was a solid weekend. I wish. Oh, sorry. The big game. <laughs> Who cares? But, uh, but yeah, I don't, so. even, I don't even, I don't, I wouldn't call us nonprofit because we're not doing I think we're nonprofit because we're not monetizing anything. That's true. We are not making a profit at yeah. the moment. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if this one gets copyright striked, that's yeah, so be it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just tell the story again. <laughs> but, hey. uh, so yeah, so that was what happened to me. Um, and uh, normally we we like to discuss both of our our times, but I feel like you got anything cool. <laughs> I, I got I got nothing topping that. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've got <laughs> and anything else that I have got going on. It was all it was all day to day stuff. We've already covered it. I can't come in like yeah. Well, I went and you're like, oh, I got engaged. And I'm like, well, I went and saw a movie um, by myself yesterday. <laughs> It just sounds really sad, but I had a good time. But it's time to compare. <laughs> That's okay. I did something by myself this week, this past weekend, actually. So I had to take my car in to get uh, the tires fixed because there was a nail in it. And I drove home on it like three times. Yikes, Fun fact: dude. didn't know that was a problem because like I would air it up and it would it would go down slow. It wasn't like a quick leak, you know. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So I, uh, it's funny because I had, I did this in, in my hometown. I would, if I would ever eat at a restaurant by myself, for some reason, it was always Fazoli's. Like it was Fazoli's oh, yeah. every time. And I don't know why. And it was funny because I took my car in and the restaurant right next to where it was, was Fazoli's. So I just went to go eat nice. some fast spaghetti. That's what we're about. Oh, dude, Fazoli's is so good. I love it. <laughs> I, okay. Before I jump into this first story, which I'm about to do, I promise Fazoli's is is amazing for lunch they're the best lunch deal of anywhere i'm convinced i've only had it i've only had it once and that was when i was introduced to fazoli's and i didn't know they have the unlimited breadsticks right oh yeah 
Hang on. Okay, like, they got, these I, things are I dipped thought, in butter. Because <laughs> the friends that I went with, I thought they were messing with me. So when we were like getting ready to leave, they were like, hey, we're going to leave like one at a time. Well, we're going to go up to the counter, ask for another round of breadsticks one at a time, wait, wait a couple minutes in between, and then the next person goes up. So then I was like, all right, cool. So it wasn't my turn. So I went to the bathroom, came back out, and everybody was gone. <laughs> and I was like, oh, they're messing with me. I was like, if I go up and ask for more breadsticks and they see the rest of my team was gone, they're, gonna, they're not going to give it. They're going to hunt me down. So I like, I, I don't remember if I actually asked or not, but I think I went up and I was like, hey, I, you know, everybody, I don't know, everybody went, but can I get nothing of breadsticks while I wait for them to come back? And they were like, uh, we're out. <laughs> they're, they're out so they were out and i was like okay yeah no problem and just <laughs> just left i just booked it out of there hey you gotta do what you gotta do their breadsticks are hitting though oh yeah oh yeah oh they are good they are really good but no they have the best meal deal of all time and what was you literally if you get so if you go during like before four o'clock they have a lunch deal and it's um this is we're not sponsored by Fazoli's, by the way but i love it and so they have um you get like a pasta and then another dish. Like you can get pasta or like a salad or something or yeah. a piece of pizza. I usually get pasta and a pizza. And then you get a drink and two breadsticks for like $5. Oh, yeah. It's hype. Jeez. It's hype. Oh, it's so good, dude. That's so Dang. I love it. But well, with, with that, I'm going to get off my, my soapbox of Fazoli's oh, and jump into uh what do you say we jump into our first story i'm down take it away all righty then so this one is coming to us from nbc boston um and uh this one's by new hampshire um portsmouth um so so this is uh i thought this was kind of fun because this seems like such a mild altercation but i just love how much it's like causing problems sorry i just got the hiccups for a second um but uh so the treehouse built for child sparks neighborhood dispute in ports portsmouth 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 it's gotta be portsmouth yeah new hampshire um so <laughs> the the treehouse can i'm just gonna skip in the, the, the subtext is always weird um yeah. i'm gonna skip right into it so a treehouse for kids has turned into a dispute between adults in one new hampshire neighborhood a portsmouth mother mother says she and her husband built the treehouse for their nine-year-old son and their na- neighbors didn't express any opposition until after the work was done. Okay, so you're thinking like the neighbors are just being jerks, right? Like yeah. they, you, you should yeah. have said something. So I just, the story is is entertaining and I don't even know if it says the, oh, I forgot to get one with the, the dimensions of it. Um, but so uh, the neighbors, um, but no, so the late Jill, she says, we were completely blindsided. My family and I, says Jill Maloney, uh, throughout the whole process, we thought we were in good standing with our neighbors. This is, this is where I just love. She goes, but those neighbors, including Mark Moses and his wife, have a problem with the structure. Its size is imposing and dominates the field of view in our backyard and from our house, Moses says. Moses, that's a cool name. Um, so the, the couple lives directly behind the Maloney's who say they even built a wall on the treehouse as, as a screen at the request of their neighbors. Had we known the structure that sits there today would be erected when we had these initial conversations, we would have voiced our strong concerns and opposition. Oh, it does have the size. So this is where I was a little bit blown away. Okay, so uh, before I read into this next line of the story, 
what do you what's like an average dimension of a treehouse? I'm gonna say like seven by seven, maybe. I would say the same thing because I was thinking about I had a treehouse growing up, which I could talk I talk more about later because it wasn't really a treehouse. It was just a <laughs> It was a it was a it was a little square raised on four <laughs> planks uh, on four beams of wood, um, and mine was I would say maybe maybe six by maybe uh, not even six by six. Okay, so pretty small for for yeah. the most part. So like reasonably the, the size of a treehouse, I would imagine. Yeah. Um. So so in this story, so at twenty five feet in length, with a hundred and sixty eight square foot platform. The Portsmouth Board of Adjustment says the structure needs to be moved to conform with zoning. Oh my god, twenty-five feet is big. That's like a classroom size. That's pretty intense. How do you even build a in the tree twenty-five feet? Like I saw a picture of it, and it didn't look that big, to be honest with you. So I don't really I, know how they're doing this, unless if it was between tree or or if they if they built it like around. Like with the tree coming through the center of the structure, yeah, I think they built it like a deck. Like they, I don't think it was like covered all the way, but it's like mm. I'm assuming maybe it's like 25 feet around, like a like a like a that's the like like circumference corner, corner. the yeah. circumference of it. Oh, I got you. Um, okay. Because if it's the square, um, it's it's got to be. I'm thinking it's got to be around it because it's only um, if it was a square, it would be 6.72 feet wide which seems like that would be a really long rectangle so i'm assuming it goes mm -hmm. around the tree maybe um but uh, uh so it's probably going to be around the same size and this is what i think is hilarious he's that to move it to conform to zoning and he goes it's probably going to be around the same size says said john razik a contractor who worked on the treehouse huh so i'm not sure that's going to change anything a, a contractor what are you doing contracting a treehouse no wonder it's so dang big no one it's professionally done that is that's like i don't I, I can see a contractor maybe for like a shed like a tree house come on you got money to be blowing at that point yeah that's crazy so maloney says she and her family moved to portsmouth within the last two years that she never wanted to upset her neighbors fair i mean i feel like that's yeah. reasonably for your neighbors uh, my family and i never set out that, this this is dirty i'll be honest my family and i never set out to anger our neighbors or to make enemies, she said. All we wanted to do was a place for a child to play. Oh, man. <laughs> so the city says the treehouse has to be moved at least eight feet off the property line. They hope to do the work as soon as possible. So if they're going to move you... it, if they're going to move it, are they, how are they going to move the treehouse <laughs> if it's built around a tree? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Is if it's, is this, this, Are they moving the tree? Is that is that what's going on here? Unless I have just no building idea. it closer to the regular house. Maybe it's like a new addition. Because I saw another one that they had to like zone as like a deck, basically. Okay. So I maybe it's like an, an what's it looking for addition to the house. I guess yeah. like a, an, mm, an, okay adding on to that. Um, but I don't know. It seems weird that uh that seems like a big tree house so who do you think is in the wrong here do you think the people building the enormous tree house or the people that are upset that they? i, th I think there's right? i think there should have been a little bit of discussion because <laughs> i don't see a problem with the with the tree house in general but i feel like like i'm i'm to, i'm not one to like to like raise hell 
I'm sorry, raise hell with my neighbors or anything, but I feel like if I looked out the window and there was a 25-foot treehouse sticking into my yard, I think I'd be a little peeved if I wasn't like, <laughs> even if they're like, hey, heads up, we just want to place my kid to play. Because then I probably would have been like, okay, isn't that, you're hiring a, you're hiring a private contractor. Isn't it a little bit of overkill? Um, so I think that, I think that both, I think that both parties could have, could have done something a little bit different. I think so too. I think they should have, uh, I think there should have been some discussion on that. Yeah. You can build a treehouse. That's no problem, which is that's, you know, I'm with the neighbors there. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm honestly like more on the neighbor's side here. I feel like a lot of times we take judgments on these calls. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking through it, I'm actually on the neighbor's side is that if they didn't <laughs> granted, I feel like you shouldn't have to ask about something that's 25 feet long, but so that's why, you know, they didn't ask for one, but also mm-hmm. I feel like that's something you should disclose if you're on the other end. Yeah. 25 feet yeah. is big. That's like, that's not just like, that's, you that's know, pretty intense. That's not just a little thing in the tree that, which I'm assuming is what they were okay with. Yeah. That's like half their view. It's like half the backyard. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. I had a, I have a, uh, I have a friend back home who uh, his, his stepdad was, um, was building a treehouse for his for his younger brother and that was that was pretty intense it wasn't like an eyesore or anything because it's like that they have a giant backyard but this guy it was like he had he had he had two floors complete and was considering adding a third one to it but it was all it was like platforms like uh it, like 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 de- like think like deck style so there were there were some steps winding around the base of the tree and there was a like like I'm so bad with like with guesstimating measurements, <laughs> but it's it was like a decent sized first platform, and then there's like some narrow stairs you can go up to with like a trap door, and then there's like a second room up top. And then That's he was like, sick. Yeah, he was like, he wants to add a third room, but he's trying to figure out how we can do so safely. And I'm like, absolutely, because by that point, like your view from that second room, you're like you're 20 plus feet in the air. That's like sick. you're 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 up there, and I'm like, this is That's crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. I gotta be honest. I so we didn't have a lot of trees in my the house I grew up most of my life in. My my first house we did, but the most that we moved, and uh, we didn't have a lot of trees. We had little tiny boys, but we did have, we have a swing set, which obviously is not the same thing. Um, but uh, but I I always got kind of scared of tree houses. I don't none of my friends really had them either. But uh, I always I think they're cool. I think they would be fun, but mm. I'm kind of scared of them because I feel yeah. like they're just they're. Just, like the only reason I say that is because you have to really know what you're doing to build a treehouse. Because if you fall out of those, it's like it's not like you're falling out of like your little shed you made in the backyard. This is yeah. like 20 feet in oh, the air. Oh yeah, you're yeah you're up there and you're hurting. And or like at the ladder like breaks off or something, you're stuck. You're stuck. Yeah, I the I remember I one of my earliest memories was of my of my dad and brother building my treehouse. And like I said, it was a, uh, it's just like a square room up in the air off of, off on four beams. Um, and, uh, and like, that was cool. That was, that was cool to have. Um, but then over time they, like we started using that the underside of it was just for like extra like wood storage. And then ironically, one day when I was in middle school, I got home from school and looked in the backyard and a tree fell on the tree house. <laughs> like no what? joke. I, I looked at the backyard because like our, my parents' backyard is surrounded by woods and this tree that was like, 
15 feet deep in the woods fell and the end of it came and landed splat on the roof of the treehouse and like busted it up. What in the that's hype that, that tree it was, was intense. Like, we're taking it back. We're taking it back. <laughs> yeah, He's coming back to his roots, baby. <laughs> yeah, it was it was nuts. So like by that point, I was like I was I had outgrown it and I was too old for it anyways. But I was like, that was that was a, a chunk of my childhood that just got <laughs> swept away. It's gone, baby. It's yeah. gone. That's tough. That's kind of that's kind of hype though. That's if it's yeah, gonna it go was, out anyway. I want it to be a tree. Yeah, it was nuts. Let it go back. Nature is healing. <laughs> nature, nature is healing. It's reclaiming its own. <laughs> That's kind of sick, though. Honestly, yeah, think about how messed up it is, in all honesty, to put <laughs> to, to tear down one tree, chop it up into wood, and then use said wood to nail it into another tree and build a treehouse on it. You're literally just stringing up its carcass. Like if into- I had a ha- it's like if I had a house of bones on my <laughs> on my body. Dude, I yeah, basically, it's almost like, but it's like it would be like a house of like bones of like potentially. I feel like it's worse than like you know, it's not like weird guy bones where like you kill them and then they just keep those bones. It would be like, like not in your control, dead bones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'd be they'd be random bones. It'd just be like a dead little little person hanging out from you. <laughs> That's kind of oh wild. My God. That that's is wild. Stuff. That's kind of that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. So re, so having you read this one kind of it kind of took me back to <laughs> the the treehouse of my youth. Hey, that's okay. That's fair. A treehouse is it's kind of like yeah, you're right. It's kind of like uh, it's almost like tree cannibalism. So the tree is in yeah. It's got it's kind of messed up. Yeah. But hey, it's still fun regardless. And that's no, that's hey, at true. The end of the you day, at that's the end of the day. Yeah. You know what? If the tree really wanted to not have that it could have evolved arms and smacked us around you know smacked us away chopped us up (laughs) oh man so but yeah yeah so uh nice nice speaking of childhoods you want to jump to this next story yeah speaking of childhoods this is definitely a a a formative memory (laughs) so this next one that we got it's coming to us from fox uh from fox news um this is a uh, Florida boy hauls in two 50 caliber Barrett sniper rifles on a fishing trip. That's hype. I'm going to be honest. That's one of the coolest headlines ever, because if that happened to me, I would be so scared. But I was like, this is hype. Oh, yeah. And and my my first thought was I I I misinterpreted the uh, the headline at first. I thought because it was it was it, I thought it was a Florida story about people doing some some whack stuff. <laughs> and like i thought they were taking sniper rifles on a fishing trip but no cool it is it is the opposite so they're shooting so, fish in a pond <laughs> <laughs> with the 50 cal they're blowing the fish up uh, so would, you wouldn't be able to get a whole lot of fish out of those no 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 no, no. uh so an 11 year old florida boy decided to try out magnet fishing with his grandpa in a canal and discovered two 50 caliber uh, M82A1 Barrett sniper rifles submerged beneath an underpass, which okay. instantly, instantly explains it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I got to be honest, it's less exciting because like they're looking for metal than like if they had just reeled it. They're like, oh, they're like, man, one this, one, this, this one's fighting. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a sniper that grabbed it by the butt. Come on. <laughs> all of a sudden it shoots. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> Alan uh, Cadwallader 
uh, had a five pound magnet on the end of a rope and tossed it off a bridge uh, off of the C-102 canal uh, on uh, on Sunday, but it was a couple Sundays ago. Within wow. minutes, uh, he struck the first rifle. His grandfather, Dwayne Smith, told the Fox News Digital on Wednesday. Uh, so uh, Alan has autism and is a big fan of electronics and playing outside, Smith said. Uh, so when they saw a video about magnet fishing online, they decided to buy the materials and take his grandson out. That is, that's awesome. That is wholesome. I that is awesome. That. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and that's such a unique thing, too. Like, I wouldn't even have thought about that. That's really cool. Yeah, th- it seems like a cool idea. That's kind of like, uh, it almost reminds me of like walking on a metal, like with a metal detector on like a sand on beach. The, are you on the beach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, this is way cooler because you can oh, get yeah. a big gun. <laughs> Not the chance of a payout like that. Uh, so they had expected uh, to fish up some scrap metal or other odds and ends and wanted to clean up the under, uh, uh, clean up the waterway, said Smith, who is a retired Army infantry officer with 18 years active duty and 11 in the reserves. Wow, that's awesome. That's convenient. That's convenient. <laughs> uh, so they chose the canal just because it was near a family home in Homestead. Uh, he says, quote, we ended up with two pounds of scrap metal and 40 pounds of gun. <laughs> Dude, imagine trying to carry, like, okay, I'm assuming there's 28 pounds of gun. That can, 20, I have, okay, so a bear at 50 cal is, like, insane. Like, I've I played the Call of Duties. I know what they do, and I've oh, watched yeah. videos, real videos. I've shot a, a, I don't know if it was really a sniper rifle, but it was, like, yeah. a, it was like a big old rifle. Yeah. And those sons of guns are scary. I couldn't even, and it was not even close to what this is. I would be terrified oh. of this. Uh, so the weapons were bundled up in shrink wrap, he said. And at first, he didn't know what they pulled out until he brought them home and cleaned them up. So I thought they Whoa. were just chunks. I thought they were just, they were just chunks of metal. Oh, no, yeah, that seems weird. Yeah. Hmm. Well, maybe they could have been like little little toy guns or something. Which yeah, maybe. More so. yeah. The fact that they're in saran wrap makes it seem like these things. <laughs> they had oh, yeah. They, they, for these. They've got, and they they've just, got some. Some they might have just past. stolen it from somebody. <laughs> hey, oh, yeah. Somebody, somebody's probably going to go back and look for those guns real soon. And be like, uh, or, where are probably, my 250 cal in a canal? Ah, dang probably, it. Some little probably boy reading on, Probably the same guy's watching the news and this story comes up. He's like, what? It was a he's, foolproof plan. He's probably looking at it. He's like, for 250 cal. Oh, that seems fun. Canal. Oh, no. Those are mine. Like, he's like, oh, no. Um, so, um, so the, the grandfather uh, continues, the rifles consisted, uh, of the lower receiver and bolt carrier group. Uh, I did not recognize them when they were pulled up because they were wrapped like a mummy. He Which estim- seems a little sketchy. I gotta be honest with you. Yeah. He estimates the guns are worth about $10,000 each. There is definitely somebody that's going to come looking for these guns. Those Dude. definitely belong to somebody. Yeah, they're not just hanging out out there in no. saran wrap. <laughs> uh, so it was the duo's first time trying out magnet fishing. Uh, they used a double-sided magnet with uh, 2,600 pounds of pull, 1,300 pounds on each side. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, that is that is a lot. Of, I don't even know how that... I, wow, I have no I have no comparison. That just feels like that feels like a lot. It seems like it certainly seems like it's a that's a that's a chunk of weightage right there. That's a for chunk, sure. Oh yeah. Dang. 
Um, so neither of the weapons were loaded. <laughs> Smith said, both had, their st- both had their serial numbers filed <laughs> off. He said he could tell they were not military weapons because they were not stamped as government property. Well, obviously, this is something that, like, you are getting... Oh my oh, you, god! He should have just put the guns back. <laughs> yeah. Like, if he if he cleaned them off back home and saw that, he should have just wrapped it back up and put them back where he found them. At least them. your warriors are getting arrested at that point. If you find a gun with a serial number filed off, oh your warriors my god, the police are the least. lesser of the two evils. <laughs> so he called the police who secured the weapons. Uh, if they had been used in a crime, Smith said, police would likely be able to link it to them quickly. Uh, or as I link the guns to the crime quickly, since the high end guns are expensive and rare. Uh, he says, quote, I would be surprised if anybody is actually being killed with a 50 caliber in the United States. Uh, if there was somebody killed with that, the pool of murder suspects would be dramatically narrowed down, which is also fair. Uh, oh on the God. other hand, neither weapon had a barrel, which complicates ballistics testing, he said, which is a, a, an interesting little note to put at the end. Which yes. is which is like strike four on red flags with these weapons and reasons he should have just put them back. Yeah, yeah, I would. Uh, I'd be a little scared for that. I'd be. Uh, I'd be keeping watch of that that area for a while. Probably. Yeah, I. You see someone walking, uh, you know, a little close where those guns were buried. Well, if they if they start walking cautious. a little. Start, start walking a little slow by that area. Start peeking over the edge of the of the canal. Like, yeah, just don't. Be you, careful, you, be careful. If you see, you moved a little tree or something from there. I would, uh, I'd get out of there. <laughs> if you see anybody poking around the canal, you see someone fishing with one of these things exactly where you are. With a magnet on a rope. <laughs> yeah, get out, get out of there. How do we know it wasn't this guy and he's just playing it up like he found him in the river? That would be Ooh. a real story right there. Yeah, that, he's ex-military, that so maybe he was using them there. Yeah, oh, we're gonna we're gonna crack this case right now. He definitely he was doing something with those guns, and he stashed them. And he said, "Whoa, look what I found!" Yeah, he's like, "Oh, whoa, I guess I just randomly came across these two guns. Hey, these these the two ten thousand dollar guns. I know exactly where like, they were. Oh, police yeah. are like, you got eighteen years of military experience? Yeah, eleven years reserves? Yes, sir." And you just, you just randomly found these two incredibly rare sniper rifles in a random canal in Florida. Yeah, yep. On your I'm just, first time because it was your, conveniently located near your house. On your first time, man. Yes, sir. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't see anything um, wrong with that. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm skeptical. I'm on to you, Dwayne Smith. I think the. Uh, I think the the pool of suspects got narrowed down to <laughs> narrowed down to one person. He's Dwayne Smith. He's sitting in plain sight. <laughs> it would. It, that would be the perfect crime. That would be. Dang. I'm telling you, that could be it. I think we cracked the case. We cracked the case. Oh. It was nice if and we, easy. If we see this guy go to jail, we know we we should get some money for that. I'm gonna start recording. If I see him on the, if I find him on Twitter, I'm gonna pull out a mic and start recording it instantly <laughs> i did this i did this i did this <laughs> I, I i know but i, I think he knows last week I, I think he knows that i know <laughs> 224 2022 at 9 28 p.m i cracked this case and he knows exactly where i'm at <laughs> <laughs> you checked my ip address i've been doxxed i got people coming at me <laughs> please let them know <laughs> oh my god 
That would be kind of wild, though. That would kind of suck, to be honest with you. Yeah, that, would wouldn't be, that wouldn't be chill. That would not be chill. You're correct. That would <laughs> not be chill. So um, speaking of uh, illegal activities, man, I'm all over the transition train today, baby. Um, oh, yeah, you got this. Speaking of illegal activities, uh, this is the shortest story potentially in sit-down history. Um, it might be shorter than even a quick side story that one of us might have told to one another. Oh, this yeah, is I, I, didn't, I didn't look at the story yet. You were definitely right. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a short boy. So this one is, uh, I found it on Huffington Post, but it says AP. So one of the two, Associated Press or Huffington Post, pick your battles. It's one of the two. So German man learns you shouldn't drive a car to take driving test. I just think this is a great concept for a story. This would be a perfect concept for a sitcom. I'm going to be honest. This is, I think I, I absolutely think so. This is ideal. So uh, yeah, this is this is four paragraphs long and I think eight sentences long. So a man in Germany has discovered the hard way that, that it's best to get a driving test, a driving license before trying to use it. OK, that makes sense. I mean, yeah. So police in Bergheim near Cologne. I don't think I'm saying any of these things right. Said Tuesday that the 37 year old drove himself to his driving test, <laughs> parking an Opel Zafira outside the test center in front of an astonished examiner i'm sure he was <laughs> i just love that concept so he said they said he told police officers who were called to the scene on monday that he had only driven because he wanted to make sure to get to the driving test on time so i'm thinking a couple of things so he drove himself there so he parked there outside the test center does that mean that like Okay, so I don't know how German DMVs work. I imagine it's probably not even called DMV there. But like, no. so he's driving there and did they like know that like he didn't have his license? Is it like flash a little, did he have like a little sticker on the side of his car that says unlicensed well, they, they driver? Probably, they probably, <laughs> student not driver student driver, back. it's unlicensed they, baby. They probably, um, well, he probably had an appointment set up. So when he showed up for the appointment and they watched him park and get walked in, he's like, hey, I'm, I'm so-and-so here for the... Uh, <laughs> for my driving test they were like didn't didn't i just watch you get parked he's like yeah and this guy got my car right outside ah, yeah that's where they got him in this last sentence so this is literally the last sentence of the whole thing so his test was immediately called off the man now faces an investigation for driving without a license and police also opened an investigation of the car's owner so he might have <laughs> stolen this car which is significantly more of a problem than the license i think but I think so. Too. I, I think this is an interesting, you know what? I almost think this is an interesting, like, you know, take on society as a whole. Yeah. With that, it's kind of like that. Uh, it's kind of like that job thing where like, you know, you're, you're like, I don't have any place to live because I don't have a job and I don't have a job because I don't have a place to live and I don't have yeah. a way to get there. Yeah. And you know, the cycle continues and I can't get a job because I don't have experience, but I didn't, have experience because i can't get a job you know it's like yeah. that one yeah, yeah 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 and i feel like that's kind of what happened to this guy is if he had nobody to take him to the test how was he supposed to take the test exactly which yeah. i feel like that's something i actually never really thought about is that how do you take the test if you don't have anybody to take you to the test i honestly have no clue you have to uber you have to have someone pick you up but then they don't have a car there for you to drive you have to drive your own car. no you just gotta take the uber car <laughs> say hey buddy i'm gonna i'll uber you a couple extra i'll pay you a couple extra i'll pay a couple i'll tip i'll tip you large if uh and if i'll like give you that five star for, review baby if you let me roll this car 
if I can use this car for my driving test real quick. <sighs> That's kind of crazy, though. Speaking of which, how did your driving test go? Mine went crazy, to be honest with you. Kind of crazy. I was, I was, so, so with driving tests, you know, you get, you, for things you do incorrectly, you get tallies. And after a certain number of like marks, you fail. Yeah. I was one point away from failing. Oh my gosh, that's it. That's how close you came. I came oh. really, and the thing was, I thought I did perfectly fine. I did the maneuverability; <laughs> it was no problem. I was, you know, asking little questions here, here and there as we were driving. I did take a a, a turn a little too sharply and and bumped the back tire. But then I was all like, "That's oh. wrong with it." And <laughs> then we the back got. Tire. I thought you meant of a different car. <laughs> no, 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 no. And then. Uh, oh, so I bumped it on the curb and then we got back and I got parked and I was, I had a nice smooth park and the guy went, his response was, well, that was, that, that, was, that was something. We could enough, I guess. And then I was, I was ecstatic because I was like, he didn't say I failed. So I walked <laughs> inside. I go back to mom. I, I like slap that paper in her lap. We go up to get the, we're staying in line to get the, like get the, the paperwork filled out. And she looks and she goes. You know, you were one point away from failing that whole test. <laughs> that is so funny. Right. That is so funny. Man, that's tough. You know, there's, I, I didn't realize how common it is to actually fail your driver's test. I feel like a, yeah, a lot I know, of people I know, do that. I know a lot of people that, that did their first time. Really? Yeah. See, for me, I guess I'm just goaded like that. I'm goaded on the sticks, I guess, because I not only passed my driver's test on the first time, I got a hundred percent. Fun fact. Jeez. Yeah. A whole lot of good that did me. Now I have two tickets. So. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I am a, I'm a incredibly safe driver. Don't necessarily take as good a care of my car as I should, but I am a very safe driver. I have not had to take it. I've been pulled over, but talked my way out of a smooth yeah. talking. I got ripped once the second time, the first time I probably deserved it. The first time, second time I got hosed. So yeah. I don't even, that's neither here nor there. Speed trap. I got speed trapped by a residential yeah. area of garbage. Oh, 35 on both sides of the street. And then literally there was this tiny patch that was 25 and I was going 39 yeah, miles oh, an hour. Yeah. And he got me for a $275 ticket. Oh my God. Seriously? Yeah. I don't get a ticket in Bowling Green. <laughs> Whoa. I got pulled over in Bowling Green. I had, I had maybe 300 feet uh, in between a four-way stop and a, uh, and an intersection and somehow in that 300 feet where it was 25, I somehow got up to 36 and slowed back down, blew right past a cop that I could see from the four-way stop if I would have actually looked, saw it as I went right past him. And I, I was at the intersection. I was like, oh, crap. And I watched him pull up behind me. And I was like, yep. I abs-. And that was when we're like, he pulls up. He didn't even ask if I knew what I did wrong. He knew I knew. So he comes over. He's like, he's like, I caught you doing 36 and a 25. And that wasn't even that like that long of a stretch to do so. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm really sorry. I, on me. I, I saw nobody. I, I came to a full stop. And I must have floored it to get up. You're <laughs> Because it was not a whole lot of space to go, like even to get up to twenty five miles an hour, let alone go eleven over. And I, I didn't, didn't even get a ticket. Wow. Yeah, I was I, going. I like, absolutely should have, and I did not. I was going like sixty six on like a, I think it was a account. It was like a, it was like a highway. I think, but like you know, like the the two lane yeah. highways where it's like yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Counts. I don't know, It was a fifty five, and I think it was like sixty six. I got a ticket. I was like, this is stupid. 
Yeah. But, uh, but, but I did pass my driving test and it's fun because when I, when I not fun, but it was wild. I had a scary time on my driver's test. Um, I thought I was going to die to be honest with you. Oh my I God. thought I was going to head on collision with somebody, but, um, they must've seen that and said, nah, you're good to go. You know, what you're he doing. said, nah, he's got the moves. Yeah. He said, this dude is pog. <laughs> <laughs> he fast and furious his way out of that. Yeah. Uh, I basically Tokyo drifted that one. So, uh, but no, so I was driving and I was, I was, I did the whole test. You know, they were, they were smooth talking to me. They're like, you're, you're a dog basically, you know, you're doing good here. Let's just get you back in here and we'll get you that license. Um, and so I'm, I'm coming back and uh, there's a semi truck pulled over on the side of the road. And I'm like, okay, I don't really know what to do here. They don't teach you this in driver's ed. What if this thing is half on the road and I got to go around it in a one lane, basically. Yeah. So I, I let these cars go flying past, you know, and I'm getting ready to go and I'm going, I'm like, I'm inching out. This utility truck comes flying past me. Oh. Whoosh. It, was, it, it was like all I had was like a lane and a half of road, too. So, like, oh, I was man. right next to the semi truck. Thank God I was driving a 94 Civic. So, I was basically driving a little matchbox car. Oh, yeah. It was you're, small. You're, you and the, you and the, even the Proctor were just sitting on top of each other. We basically were. And so I was like, oh my God. And I made it past them. And basically, the dude gave me a little, you know, a little head nod and said, we like to see. He didn't say that, but you know, yeah, I could scout the vibe I got. It's the vibe I got. So. What, we what, what did you say? You, like, you didn't miss any. What did you say you were driving for that test? A 94 Civic. I was driving, I was also driving a Honda Civic. I feel like this is the cheat code for new drivers. <laughs> it's hex. They're tiny. It's so easy. They're to, so small. I, yeah, I was driving my dad's Civic, and I think that's what made the maneuverability so easy. Was it such a small and compact car? Dude, exactly. I did the maneuverability like in my uh, well, the car I have now, the Camry, and it's a lot bigger than the car I did it in. And I yeah. was like, I was like, oh, if I can do it in this, I'm good to go. Yeah. And I did it in that bad boy. I was like, Pew! I had I, I, I had one friend who who also had like a really compact car. He was learning to drive with, and then they something went wrong with the car the day before his test, and they had to take it in. So he so he wound up with his parents like Chrysler minivan. Oh God! For the test, and he. He said he was freaking out beforehand, but still passed with like with like flying colors. The maneuverability going from a from a sedan to a minivan. And he was like, a, no, honestly, he's like, that was probably the easiest part. And I was like, how was that the easy? Absolutely, how was that the easiest part? That's wild. That is wild. That's that's what I was. Yeah. Did speaking of which, did you do the cones the the day of? Like, did you practice it before? I, I don't remember if I did. I know I did a couple times the day prior. Yeah, because I remember someone told me not to do it the day of. It'll get in your head. And I was like, yeah, good, I'm not doing it. Yeah, I did, I did it, it, right I did it the day prior. Then. Yeah. It was snowing, I think, when I did mine. Wow. I did my test. Yeah, because it was in like February. So hmm. what can I say? It was uh, actually like February 19th or something like that. I don't know. It came up my 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 Facebook the other day. Dang, really? Yeah, I remember I've been driving for six years now. No, seven years now. Oh, my God. Ooh. Seven years. That's disgusting. Yeah. I remember I right when I got home with my mom, I went and texted a friend. I was going to pick him up. We were going to go to Taco Bell. And that like, and he was just up the road from my house. But that like 30 seconds, the first time I was driving a car by myself, I was like, this is insane. Like, this is it's crazy. This is yeah, I was like, this is crazy. This is happening right now. And then it was just the two of us driving. And it was like, it was that first drive. I was like, this is a world of opportunities. It was yeah, a, it really it was is. A, it was a freedom I have not felt. Since then, I guess maybe moving to college, but that was secondary to me being able to drive for the first time. 
Yeah, it's crazy. I'll be, it's it's wild. It's definitely wild. I remember uh, I drove to like, like right down the street on the day I got it. And then, uh, which that didn't really count as my first one, but like that was, that's all I did. Um, but he's got the same thing. I was like, this is crazy. I'm literally driving a car by myself. I should not be allowed to do this. Yeah. And then, uh, but I, I couldn't do it yet because I had to get on the insurance and they didn't, I wasn't on yet. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but then once I got on that bad boy, I was like, let's ride. Yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> oh man. That's good stuff. That is good stuff. But, uh, but yeah. So what are we, what are we on here now? I don't even know what we're going on. I'm looking at we're, so we're at about 50 minutes right now, so we can skip this story and just go right into the list. Save that sounds good time. to me. That sounds Ooh, good me. to me. So for those of you listening, we uh, we went lists again for three weeks in a row. Is it three weeks now? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, we'll, we'll change the we'll change the ending <laughs> sometimes. We promise. <laughs> yeah, we'll switch it up soon. <laughs> we're just doing it for this way because uh, it's easy for now. We're but you know what? It's also funny because anyone that's listening right now. They're not gonna be able to give us feedback until four weeks from now. <laughs> By the time until, we... until, a, until a minute until we get these episodes out. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. Oh boy. All right. We're ready to rock in this bad boy. You can start us off if you'd like. So this is coming again from Mental Floss. Favorite place to grab some lists from. This is 50 more awesome facts about everything. And this was originally from uh, August of 2014, but it was updated just a week ago on February 17th of 2022. Um, so yeah, I'll take the I'll take the first one. Black oh, bears, yeah. black bears sometimes hibernate in the tops of trees. That although is... they don't, although they don't spend all of winter passed out. That's bonkers, to be yeah. honest with you. That's crazy. Uh, that's a long time. Uh, I don't think I could hybrid in the top of trees. Maybe they were building tree houses up there, and that's why they're well, chilling. Maybe they're building tree houses, or maybe they yoink tree houses already made. How oh, scary yeah. would that be if you're climbing up in your tree house and you see and a, big old a bear. bear hanging out? Oh man, oh, I'd be scared. Uh, so the first organized baseball game was played in Hoboken, New Jersey. The game plays, took place on June 19th, 1846. Uh, number six, I'm just gonna jump ahead to number six. Uh, the most common gift on Father's Day is a necktie. Mothers, on the other hand, receive flowers. Uh, flowers for Mother's Day, I feel like it's a little bit soft. I'm be honest with you. Yeah, a little soft. Uh, but also neckties on Father's Day, also soft. Oh, yeah. Also a lame, <laughs> a lame go-to gift. Yeah. It's never anything cool either. It's always like a, it's never like a good necktie. It's always like a funny one. Like a, like a pizza or something, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so some of the I think this is cool, and I'm only gonna say this because I my my the old Bluffton pirates that we were. So uh, some of the first flags on pirate ships were red and not black. Plain red flag meant that the pirates would not spare the lives of anyone on the ships they overtook. That is baller. I'm gonna be honest with you. That goes hard. That goes. That is kind of sick. I mean, I'm not doing that, but that's kind of hype. Some kangaroos that lived twelve thousand years ago. Were the size of rhinoceroses. Oh my god, dude, that's kangaroo and jack to the max right there. They're, yeah, they're already jacked and ripped as they are. Can you imagine? Oh my god, dude, I'm kind of scared of kangaroos sometimes, to be honest with you. But uh, so I think this is fun. Lancaster, Pennsylvania was the U.S. capital for the shortest period of time, it was the capital for one day, September 27th, 1777. What is the point of that? 
Why does it? Interesting. That's strange for sure. That is very strange. Oh. Uh, nightshades. So the nightshades color groups are often thought of as very poisonous plants. So tomatoes, eggplants, and potatoes are all part of the nightshade family. Ooh, mm. nice. I'm gonna skip a couple here. I'm gonna go to 13. And the only reason I'm gonna go to 13 is it's kind of like a throwback for uh, old sit-down episodes on the radio when we would accidentally get into uh, poop jokes. <laughs> oh, my God. That was <laughs> that was, the, that was probably the worst, the stupidest span of time, and we tried to avoid it every week. It was probably, what was it, three weeks in a row or so? We it, just always, it, it resorted to a poop joke. <laughs> it had to be throughout. at least three. At least oh, three. Oh, man. It, I think it honestly may have been like up to like five. It was bad. Yeah, but was uh, bad. so male pandas do a handstand while peeing. They do this to mark trees. That's kind of hype. Nice. I, I could do that. I don't. I don't think I could though. Dude, pandas are funny. I like pandas. I like pandas, pandas too. I'm a. I'm a fan. Uh, there are close to 400 lakes under the ice in Antarctica, and including one with an area nearly as big as North America's Lake Ontario. Dude, that's Antarctica. Kind of freaks me out. Dude, Antarctica. That's it's sketchy there. I'm gonna be honest. It's I don't. Sketchy. I don't trust it. Yeah. I don't trust it. I've done some a little bit of reading about Antarctica. I don't trust it. It's way too. No. It's way too desert. Literally, it's yeah, way there's, too, way, there's way too nothing going on down there. Yeah, exactly. I agree. There's way too much of that business. Um, so this is kind of fun. Giant crystals can be found 1,000 feet underground in Mexico's cave of crystals. The massive crystals are about as long as a school bus. That's huge. Jeez. Whoa. That's this huge. is kind of interesting. Uh, there's a device that uses sound waves to put out fire. It's called an acoustic extinguisher. I have no idea how that works. Oh, I don't know how that works either. I think that's that makes neat. no sense to me because no, it almost no. makes it seem like. So is it like okay? Hang on, this is gonna be a dumb question, maybe. But is this like when you like blow out like a candle? The opposite of when you blow out a candle. How like you know how you're giving it oxygen so the fire is still going? Is this just like wind without oxygen? I don't think that's a dumb question. I don't have an answer for you though. That's a that's a that's a neat hypothesis though. <laughs> um, so uh, okay, so the, if the Earth were the size of a grain of sand, the Sun would be the size of an orange. That Man, is that's huge. That'll that'll make you wrestle with your own mortality. Yeah, um, dude. Yeah. The first horses were the size of Siamese cats. They were the smallest horses that ever lived. What? That's a little horse. That's kind of awesome. That's really awesome. I would, I would, I, do you think you could ride that horse? Like, is it as strong as it is now? Or is it like, not as obvious as it is now, but is it like strong, strong? Or like, it, 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 like proportionate? I hope so. Like, is it stronger than like a cat? Is what I'm, I guess what I'm, oh, I, it to. has to be stronger than a cat. That'd be, that's still crazy though. That would be kind of sick. Um, <laughs> that's just funny. That's, that's great. Um, so, um, the horsepower would be a lot smaller then. That's the yeah. joke I was playing. Oh, yeah. I couldn't get to it. <laughs> you need a lot more horses to power a Mustang now. <laughs> so only about 100 people speak Latin fluently. That's really cool. I'm a language geek. That's really cool to me. That I is pretty neat. cool. But I got to be honest. Why do we learn it? I, I know it's got a lot of derivatives for everything else, but like, I, I, I think it's like, it's the same as just learning history, I guess. Only... Not in the sense of so history doesn't repeat itself, but just knowing where things came from. I guess that's true. Plus, in my I... experience, in in my in my really nerdy experience, 
understanding when like I take, for instance, like English words that came from like Spanish and French, and then I look at like what the Latin root was, it makes it really easy to see what words came and how they kind of fit like a puzzle. So if you take a really dorky approach to it, it, it is cool, makes sense. But I understand everybody else's perspective. Yeah, I'm I'm on the garbage train. I think it's stupid. <laughs> we had it in high school. I did not learn it. I did not take right. it. I, just, I was oh, I don't, a I don't blame boy. You. I don't blame you. I was also a Spanish boy. I know uh, you're all a Spanish boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a single cornflake shaped like the U.S. state of Illinois sold at an online auction for $1,350. That is stupid. Who would mm-hmm. buy that? That's, that is someone that has too much money. There's no reason you should be selling. Oh, yeah. oh, I yeah. think you, I would argue that you could find one that is shaped as good, if not better, for less than 1350 mm-hmm. Like you could buy that many boxes of bran flakes or corn flakes and find it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You just got to have, you just got to have more time on your hands. Yeah. But if you don't have the time, I guess you can just buy one for some re- stupid reason. Um, I'm skipping that one. Uh, the heart is so strong that it can squirt blood up to 30 feet. That would Whoa. be awesome. I would hope that's what I want. If I'm dying, like I'm bleeding out, and I know I'm going to die. I want my heart to at least be popping people in the face with the blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God. That's disgusting. Uh, it's an Italian tradition to wear red underwear for good luck on New Year's Eve. Meanwhile, people in Latin America were yellow to bring happiness and prosperity. Oh, that's fun. I can wear red underwear. I'm Italian, but I don't have red underwear. I don't own any, but I think that would be fun to do. That'd be neat. Um, uh, That one's all right. Uh, Oh, I didn't know this. An 11-year-old girl from England is credited with naming Pluto in 1930. Her name was Venetia Catherine Douglas Burney. Do you think she was disappointed when Pluto decided it wasn't his plant anymore? Do you think she knew it? 1930 is she was 11 so she would have been born in oh God. 19 19 probably close to close to 100 by the time they were like now nah, pluto's not a planet yeah when did the, when did pluto decide to not be a planet anymore um i that's a good question i'm gonna look it up real quick i'm gonna find out uh 2006 so oh. 1919 to 2006 she was 87 years old dang so that's possible. She could have known for sure. Can you imagine being that old? You name a planet and then like, no, never mind. As you're that old. That would suck. Oh, uh, this actually, one... I can find out. She, 2006, they said? Yeah. She knew it for three years. Oh. That sucks. She died in uh, 2009. Wow. But she was old. She was old. Dang. Man, hmm. that sucks. To be honest, I would be upset if something. I mean, oh, at least they didn't change upset. the name. They just made it small. <laughs> they just made it. Yeah, that's true. Cool. That's true. Uh, so this one, because I think I always think eyes are really intriguing and eye colors and things like that. Green eyes uh, found in only 2% of the population are more common in women than men. They're also, oh, this is a cool side comment. They're also more common among celebrities than the general public. Huh. So is that like a, does that make you famous if you have those on your eyes? I think it's kind of, it kind of, your destiny is semi written out. If, if, if your kid's got green eyes, you're like, oh, they're gonna, there's a good chance they'll make it. I don't have green eyes. I kind of wish I, I think it'd be fun if I did though. Yeah. 
I have like brownish eyes. They're brown, like for the most part, but they got different colors in the inside. You know, I got hazel. I guess I got some green around the brown. That's what I think I have, but no one else believes me. I I, I feel like it's a pretty die, objective thing, and I feel like I, it's I will die on the hill of having hazel eyes. But also with that, it sounds really cool. They're like they're the second most common eye color. Hazel. Yeah, it feels like it's rare. They're it's the second most common color. That's disappointing. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, with right. You. Once I found that out, I was like, well, why am I fighting so hard? <laughs> yeah, that's tough. That's brutal. That's brutal. Uh, so blood makes a loop around your body more than a thousand times a day. Whoa. I'm on the blood train right now because that baby is screaming yeah. around there. Uh, barbers were also surgeons in the Middle Ages. That's kind of uh, so, Some say the poles outside the shops were colored red for blood, blue for veins, and white for bandages. Oh, that's, oh, that's, a, that's a little bit of history with it, too. That is. That is. That's kind of cool. I wonder if that's Dang. like a... Huh. Interesting. Ew. Uh, <laughs> there. Oh, I like this one. I just want to try to read this because every time we get onto a, a nice word that we don't know how to read. It's oh, yeah. Funny. So there's a word for people who fear Friday the 13th. It's frigatriskatophobia. Yeah, frigatriskatophobia. <laughs> Or is that Latin root? <laughs> uh, uh, phobia. Um, a, a I don't know. I'm lost. Um, At worms. risk. I know what that means. Yeah. Yeah. If you, break, if you really break it down. Worms <laughs> eat their weight in food every day. They're hungry that's, little creatures. That's kind of sick. That'd be a lot. I don't think I could eat my food. Eat my whatever in a day. Wait in a no. day and food? No. Be a lot of food. Not be a lot so of food. researchers think the entire face of the Great Sphinx of Giza was once painted red. Archaeologists also found traces of blue and yellow on the ancient structure. That would be cool. I kind of yeah, wish. Yeah, would could. be cool. Yeah. I've been trying to read about ancient Egypt. That place is bonkers. Oh, yeah. It's bonkers. Yeah. A, a lot of history. Uh, e- Egyptian history and just like general African history. It's crazy cool. Yeah, people, okay, I saw there was a one earlier, there was a list that was like misconceptions about ancient Egypt, interestingly enough, and I read the first one, and I knew this one, but like, it's like a huge misconception that like, it was made with like, like, forced labor, but it's not, they like, they're yeah, it was a lot of, getting it was paid. A, yeah, it was a lot of farmers. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I, took a, I took a world civilizations class, and she was like, hey, this is not to say that there were no slaves involved, but a lot of it were paid farmers uh that that needed you know extra money <laughs> because they, they were really poor farmers and i was like oh that's neat yeah i'll be that'd honest be, I don't, be I don't. A, that'd be a good list to have for the future i think that'd be pretty cool i agree i don't i don't trust the i don't there's something sketchy going on with the pyramids i'm gonna be honest with yeah you. oh oh yeah there's something because something like venture when you venture on the inside there's too much going on there is what well, i just don't they had to have history somewhere because they literally like it's like perfect. And if you mess it up at the bottom, the top is wrong. Oh, yeah. And you can't, then it's not wrong. It's, it's unreal. Unreal yeah. how good it is. If you mess it up just like an inch at the bottom, it messes the whole thing up at the top by like, mm-hmm. I think it's like 10 feet or something like that. It's like you can't, you literally can't yeah. mess it up. <laughs> I haven't thought about it that way. Yeah. That's Jeez. crazy. Uh, pirates had bedtimes too on Captain Bart Roberts' ship. Lights out was 8 p.m. That seems early 
I guess if you're on the middle yeah. of nowhere, you can. You're, it gets kind of dark pretty quick. I'm assuming that's true. You think that's well, I feel like at the equator, you're, I guess if you're yeah. running like well, up the top, maybe I don't really know much mm-hmm. about pirates sometimes, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm lost. Um, <laughs> um, that's hype. An elephant's skin can be an inch thick in places. Whoa, that'd be cool. That this is still yeah. highly sensitive, so I guess you could like they could be like that's kind of wild. Oh, all Scandinavian countries have a cross on their flags, and the cross on their flags began as a symbol of Christianity. That's kind of neat. That makes that makes sense for sure. So camels originated in North America. That is actually really weird. Yeah. They became oh. extinct on the continent 10,000 years ago. That one blows my mind because I did not that, know that. That is really weird. Huh. Dang. Uh, Venus spins backwards on its axis. On Venus, the sun rises in the west and sets in the east. Huh. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's quite fun. Uh, it takes less than one minute for blood to travel all around your body. That's fast. You got a lot of blood ones. This, <laughs> this yeah, list. I've been rolling them. That's how I was reading that one. I was making sure I get that one. Okay, I'm talking about this. Uh, okay, so I'm going to do this because we're probably running out of time here shortly, but I want to uh, hit you with this what this, this scenario that I'm assuming you saw, but it was like a big thing for like a couple months ago. Um, so it would take a snail nearly 4,575 years to circle Earth. Okay, so I, I saw this thing that... Um, Okay, so here, here, here's, here's the deal. So if you could live forever, okay, there, there was a couple of like if you have like a million dollars or like if you could live forever, I'm going to say live forever. Mm-hmm. If you could live forever, but a snail is chasing you and if it oh. hits you, you die, would you do it? I think I would do it. My only question was, is there any point that I know where the snail is at? Meaning like if it's starting right now, if you were to sit me and the snail in the same room and you say, this snail is going to be following you. Or if you say there is a snail out there right now that is chasing you. Do you know what I, do you know what I mean? That's a really, really good point actually. And I hadn't thought about that. I was under the assumption that it would be like, you knew where it was like at the start. Yeah. If okay, I know but, where it is at the start, then I would, I would do it. Just have a snail follow me. Yeah. I think that, but, I think that'd be a, a neat little challenge. It would, but I think it would be more fun if you, uh, okay, let's say if you didn't know where it was. I think, I think I would still do it. Um, yeah, I, th- I think, cause I think, oh, I'd still do it. I, I, but I also, my, my other thought with that is I, I saw uh, there was this, this like TikTok sound where somebody was like, snails are actually fast. And the other guy was like, no, they're not. And he said, yeah, you ever seen a snail coming? You always <laughs> look and it's like, boom, there's a snail. <laughs> it's true. That's, it's true that's a really good point. See, that is weird though, because like, you know, theoretically you would, uh, you know, you could, you could basically go anywhere in the world at a time and you would it would not be able to catch you like you would you would just not get to you <laughs> unless if like i go to i go to spain and he catches a plane getting over <laughs> <laughs> true true but i'm talking like because that that like theoretically he would you would be in the wrong place i guess like you could just move but like i think that's scary because the odds there are odds that you know and eventually the mm-hmm. odds will be one like or not one but they will catch up to yeah. you 
of like wherever you go, that snail, if you don't know where he is that entire time, that snail will be there wherever yeah. you go. At some point, it will reach. Yeah. Well, infinitely. I would, I would hate to be the snail if I got that close. And you're like, you're you're within 10 feet. And he's in like, if I'm the snail yeah. and I'm chasing you and you're asleep and you're 10 feet from me, I'm like, we got to go. We got to go. He's right there. He's right there. <laughs> and then the sun gets up and you don't even notice me. You just get up and like, you're like, oh, man, I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to, you know, I'm going to go to Australia today. <laughs> you start walking away. I'm like, no, he was right no i gotta go all the way to australia yeah that would suck yeah that was an interesting concept i thought yeah i like that it was fun it's a little what if for us so but i don't know if you have any other these last ones you want to read at all um no i think that's a fun one to end on cool cool well, we will we will end on that one then so uh but yeah thanks for listening yeah that's uh that's all the time we have for today catch the same time for the same place next week wherever you get your podcast and uh, by the time this comes out, well, I don't know. I was about to say by the time this comes out, we'll have the other ones out. But I don't know what I meant by that, to be honest with you. Because they will be out. <laughs> Obviously, this is the fourth episode. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, when right now we're just sitting on a reserve of episodes that I'm working through editing. It, it all, we're losing track of what, of what that time, what that time frame looks we're like. We're losing track of what's going on out there, to be yeah. honest with you. But that's okay. Yeah, it's all right. That's the, that's the fun part. Mm-hmm. Not about the journey, not about the destination. It's about the journey. And it's the fun and you have along the way. Yeah. And if it's not about the journey, it's about the people you were with. That's right. There are good ships. There are wood ships. And there are ships that sail the sea. But the best ships are friendships. May they prefer be. Yes. Um, that's a, a little bit of inspiration to end the episode on. That's right. That's right. What a nice touch. I use that in one of my best man speeches, to be honest with you. It's fun. Yeah. It was. It worked like a charm. They loved it. <laughs> you know, you, you pleased to all. You pleased to all the old ladies when you said that. They were like, "Oh my gosh!" Oh He's yeah, got such a way with words. Oh yeah, it was hitting. It was hitting, baby. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but that's all the time we got for today. We'll catch you again same time, place, same place next week. And as always, thanks, thanks for, for sitting, sitting down, down with us. us.